Hey there, I'm so pumped to tell you about an amazing new community I've launched called Grief to Growth Circle Community. It's a space for people who are grieving to come together to support each other and for people who want to know who we are, why we're here, where we're going to have those conversations, all the things we talk about on the podcast. So I invite you to join me at grieftogrowth.com slash community to become part of this compassionate crew. The best part is 100% free. And you have access to me in addition to everybody else in the community. In fact, the podcast will be there so you can talk about the things we talk about in the podcast right there in the community. There's also some premium content if you want to go deeper in the work I'm doing, but mostly it's about building relationships and community and about sharing resources and supporting each other. So come on over and check it out. It's grieftogrowth.com slash community. I'll see you inside. Hi there. Welcome to the Grief to Growth podcast. Your host is Brian Smith, spiritual seeker, grief survivor, and life coach. Brian believes that the worst tragedies of life provide the greatest opportunity for growth. Brian says he was planted, not buried, and he's here to help you grow where you've been planted. In each episode, Brian and his guests will share what has helped them to survive and thrive. His sincere hope is that this episode helps you today. And now, a brief word from our sponsor. When I decided I was going to do a podcast, I knew there were more moving parts than most people expect. How do you record a podcast? Where do you host it? How much will it cost? Do I need special software? How do I distribute it? All these questions were in my mind. I was all set to go with another podcast hosting company. Then I heard about Anchor. I believe that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place. You can use it right from your phone or from your computer. Anchor is not only free, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor's creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M as in FM radio. And now back to our episode. Before we get started, I want to say a little bit about this bonus episode. The bonus episodes will be going mainly to the Patreon site in the future. So first, I want to thank my two patrons, my two new patrons, Leslie and Margie. Thanks for your support. I appreciate it very much. And if you're wondering what a patron is, a patron is someone who supports the podcast financially with a small monthly contribution. And you can do that at patreon.com. It's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash grief, the number two growth. When you become a patron, you get access to exclusive material. You get a chance to ask me questions on the Patreon site and the possibility of one of your questions being featured in a future bonus episode. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I will see you soon. Hey everybody, this is Brian Smith with Grief to Growth, and today we're recording a bonus episode with Heidi Craig. Um, if you didn't see it, actually her episode's going to be coming out this Tuesday. Um, by the time you see this, it'll be out. And we had a really great conversation about her near-death experience, uh, the challenges in her life she'd had before that, her challenges she'd had after that. But we didn't get a chance to talk much about her book. And I want to talk about Heidi's book today, and I also want to talk about the subject of affirmations and gratitude, because this is a subject that's 
frankly, pretty new to me and something that I kind of struggle with. So I wanted to talk to Heidi about what her perspective was, talk about her book and, uh, and what, her, what she learned from her near-death experience. So welcome back, Heidi. Hi. Good morning, Brian. And thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be back. Yeah, I guess so. I, I had a really great conversation with you last time. I felt like we had to kind of cut it short because we had such a great conversation. And I really wanted to talk about, again, I want to talk about your book. Um, I know you said it's a short little book, but it sounds like it's pretty powerful. So tell me about it. It is. It's it's um it's a little book of affirmations, and I mean it's little. It's fifty pages, <laughs> and half of it uh, is like a, a synopsis about my my life before my near death experience, um, what happened during my near death experience, and then a little bit of my life afterwards, and how I turn the messages that I received um, during my experience into affirmations. Um, and so it is, it, you know, I say that it's a little habit that makes, it makes a huge difference and it does, but it's like anything in your life, it, you know, it takes practice. Mm -hmm. So you have to do it consistently to turn it into a habit. I think it is what 21 days that you do something, um, and then it becomes a, a habit for you. And, you know, and you, it, it's interesting because you said it's challenging and it is challenging in the sense that, you know, we have all these little, we have this negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. And so we're, you know, we have this chatter in our own minds. Like, you know, I look in the mirror and go, I need to lose five pounds. Well, it's taking that and turning it into a positive. So every time you have a um, negative chatter that pops up, mm -hmm. at that point, you want to consciously in the moment, stop yourself and say something positive, you know, well, but I had three, this body, you know, supported three beautiful little beings that, mm -hmm. you know, my life would, would be nothing without you know I right. this body produce those three little guys so you have to turn it into something positive and then if you can do affirmations like three to five affirmations every day in the morning as you're getting ready as you're driving to work um, you know on your way home it doesn't have to be up but just two or three times a day Mm -hmm. it's going to, it's going to build up and it's going to make a difference. And then maybe you can start taking that negative and turning it into a positive self-talk, you know, and, ha and that positive self-worth. Wow. And that's going to really help you, you know, change your perspective mm -hmm. and, uh, and possibly change your life. For me, affirmations are huge. Yeah. So do you think um, affirmations actually play a role in what happens in our life, our, our attitude, whether if we can have a positive or, a, or an attitude of gratitude? Well, definitely. And that, and gratitude goes right along with mm -hmm. affirmations. You know, we have to be thankful for what we have. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it plays right into that, but de definitely, you know, we, um, it's a perspective. I mean, you know, we talked about this on the last program, um, but it's, it's, it's your perspective. You're creating your own reality and it's through your perspective based on your experiences. You can look at it through a negative lens or you can look at it uh, through a positive lens, you know, as a learning experience and through a positive lens. And that's really going to shape the world around you and how people interact to your energy that you're giving off your, your vibration. So it, it is definitely a, a major role. I mean, you know, I know some people don't buy into the affirmations at all, mm -hmm. right? But then don't think of it as, as affirmations. Definitely, you need to be grateful and have thanks in your life. But don't think of it as affirmations. Think of it as positive internal self-talk. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I remember many years ago, I read the book um, about positive talk, Norma Vincent Peale. What was it? Um, the Power of Positive Thinking, I think it was. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, and I've, and I've heard like prosperity, you know, preachers say, if you just think good thoughts and then bad things won't happen to you. Um, and we all know that, that bad things happen to good people. I mean, these, these things do happen in life. So I think maybe sometimes people, they'll say, well, these things don't work because bad things still happen. Um, but what I've come to understand over the last several years is I've been trying to, to do as more of a practice, as you said earlier, it's really a matter of perspective. Um, because life is always a mix of, and I hate to use the labels good and bad, but you know, it's what we as humans do. Life is always a mix of good and bad. So we can always choose whether we're going to look at how things are going well or how things are going poorly. And I feel like, I don't know if it's by my nature or by my background, my upbringing, I always, I tend to look at what's wrong. You know, I could, like someone said the other day, you hold up a sheet of a white sheet of paper and there's a black dot on it. You know, I'm the kind of person, the first thing I see is the black dot. So um, for me, it, it's, it's really, you know, nice to talk to someone like yourself that kind of encourages me to, to do this. And um, I have been trying, I have been for the last couple of years, been doing a gratitude practice. So I get up every morning before I get out of bed and I try to think of three things that I'm grateful for. And it's not, not the same three things. And I try to, you know, make sure that, um, that there's something that's really, I'm really truly have gratitude for. And I do find that that does help. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, I'm testing out a new feature. I'd love to get your feedback on it. It's called fan mail and you can send me a message right from the show notes of the podcast. So look for the link that says, send me a text. You can ask a question for a future podcast. You can suggest a guest or just give me any feedback you want. Just remember, it is one way I can't text you back and I will not have your name, your email address or your phone number unless you include it in the message. Let me know what you think. Yeah, and that, and that's wonderful. That's beautiful. And you said just three things every day, you know, that you're thankful for. You know, I'm thankful I woke up this morning. Yeah. You know, I, I'm thankful that I had a warm blanket last night and I was safe. Yeah. You know, there's so many things to be thankful for. You may be at rock bottom, but there's always something to be thankful for. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be big stuff. You know, like, you know, for me, being in, in, in a warm bed is such a great feeling. So, like, this morning, I literally, you said that. It's funny because more is like, I'm just, it feels really good to be in a warm bed and be wrapped up in the blankets, you know? Yeah. Um, or if I'm out for a walk, you know, just I'm happy for the, the fact that I can be out for a walk. Right, right, that you're able to walk, you yeah. know, and that you're able to enjoy that sunshine on your shoulder and the birds chirping and, there, you know, there's there are really so many things that we can be thankful for for clean water. There's so many people in the world that don't have clean water to drink, yeah. you know, so clean wa- water is a safe place to come home to, you know, and it's safe and it's comfortable and, you know, so there's there's so many things to be thankful for, but it is, I truly believe it is perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if we can shift our perspective, even just a little, um, take that challenging time, that challenging situation, because like you said, we're always going to have challenges. Yeah. I mean, my belief is, and you know, this from our last conversation is we sign up for these challenges because we're here to learn. We're here to expand, evolve, to grow our souls. So, you know, we're going to put challenges in our way. And I know a lot of people will disagree with that. And a lot of people may get angry at that statement. But my belief is, we do that. We, we, you know, we come into this life knowing that there's going to be certain challenges that we're going to overcome. If we can look at it from a perspective of what am I grateful in this moment for? Mm -hmm. What can I take from this? What can I learn from this? 
you know, um, my dad is a pedophile, a convicted pedophile. Mm -hmm. I had a challenging childhood. People ask me, well, how, you know, what, what, what was, what did you learn from that? You know, what, what's positive about that? It's like, well, without that man in my life, without those traumatic experiences, I would not have learned self-love or self-worth and most importantly, forgiveness. So I wouldn't be who I am today without those challenges. And I'm thankful that I had those experiences and that I'm able to look at that now, like I can step outside of it and I can look at it from a learning perspective. And, you know, and my past doesn't define me. It's my past. I learned from it and I moved on and I've grown from it and I'm a different person now because of it. So, you know, you can take, a, you can take a challenging experience. And of course, it's not going to be overnight. You're, you're going to have to go through those emotions. You're going to have to be angry and yeah. you're going to have to be sad, you know, and you're going to have to be in those moments to get those emotions out, work through it. And then you're going to have to heal. It can take a long time. It took me years and years to forgive my father. Right. So, you know, it takes a long time and there's still times, you know, sometimes when there'll be a trigger and I know I have more work to do. Mm -hmm. you know, when I'm not able to just let it go, if it triggers me, I know that there's more internal work that I need to do. And so it's constant. It's not easy. Forgiveness is not easy. Looking at um, a challenging situation from a different perspective, maybe out of compassion or forgiveness or kindness, like trying to maybe put yourself in their position and why, why did this, you know, what, what, what was going on with them to make them act out that way? What, what inside of them was so hurt? You know, just looking at it from a different perspective, possibly. Yeah, I think that's. I think that what you said is just is spot on. You know, and and I think sometimes when we say these things about affirmations and gratitude or something, people think, well, you're saying I can just bypass all the human emotions and just be happy all the time. And you know, in my situation, you know, I deal with a lot of people whose whose children have, have passed away, have died, to use the common phrase. And, you know, are you saying I should be grateful for the fact that my, my daughter died or my son died? And we're not saying that at all. Um, what we're saying is over a period of time, we can learn to look for the, the blessings that have come from that. And we can choose how we respond to it. And that's, that's really what it comes down to is choosing, you know, response. And I was speaking with someone yesterday and, um, you know, his, his son was killed in an accident just a few months ago. And I'm telling you, it just, it seems like everything's gone wrong for this guy. I was just, I was like, I didn't, you know, I hardly even knew what to say um, because it's just a whole series of events. But even in those moments, you know, he's a creative person. He's a painter. So he's like, I've got my painting and he showed me some of his paintings and his paintings are beautiful. And I said, well, maybe for right now, just focus on that, you know, focus on, on, on what you're able to create. And, and so it's always a matter of, Choosing what we focus on, right? Choosing what we look at. Yeah, taking that pain and despair and making it into something beautiful through his art. Yeah. You know, that's, that's beautiful. And right there, I feel like you, you, in that example was perfect because you can, you can have that perspective of a victim, right? Or you can choose to turn it, that situation into something more powerful, and by looking at it from a different perspective and trying to find the hidden blessings in there, you're mm -hmm. taking back your power. You have control over how you react. So by taking back your power, you're, you're going to be victorious. You know, it's, it's all about not giving your power away. You hold all of the power within yourself. 
you know, so it's looking at it from a different perspective, not giving your power away, choosing how you react to it. You're, you're taking that control back and taking, taking back your power. And I, and that's the thing. I think it's, it's a matter of, we can't control what happens to us, right? We can control how we respond to it. Correct. Our reaction. And that that we always have, you know, we always have a choice in. Um, So yeah, I, I I really, I really like the way you put that. And, and, uh, so tell me about your books. You said your book, it, it does it have affirmations in it that we can practice? It does. So it has, so the first half is in my little synopsis and the uh-huh. second half is all about uh, affirmations and gratitude okay. because again, they, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like if you can really um, visualize, you know, um, your affirmation, you know, really visualize if, if you want more prosperity as far as financial prosperity, you know, mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe visualize yourself like floating in a stream that's all of money, it's just money, right? And it's just floating into this pool and you're just surrounded by all this money. And what does that money, you know, feel like? And what does it smell like? And, and so if you can really like visualize mm-hmm. um, um, uh, what you're wanting, mm-hmm. you know, feel it and then visualize what you're going to do with that, like you know, you, if what, well, what's important to you, are you going to give to uh, an organization or are you going to buy a new car and see yourself in that new car? What does that new car look like? And what does it smell like? And how does it make you feel? You know, so if you can really, and I know some people aren't visual that way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but if you can, you know, just think about or have a vision board, maybe possibly as well. But if you can really like try to take details of your affirmation, if you want more peace, you know, you're sitting in a field, really, really feel that sunshine on your shoulder and smell those flowers and the vibrant colors and the birds and that light breeze going by, Mm -hmm. you know, so if you can really put yourself into that affirmation um, and then be thankful, be thankful for that feeling, you know, almost like it's, you're already living that you know, your, your, your vibration is going to go out there and that's what you're going to attract and that's what you're going to bring in. Um, so it's, the last part is all about the affirmations and it starts with the three core affirmations or from, um, the messages that I received in my, yeah. my experience, yeah. which are, you know, we are unconditionally loved. And I think, you know, we forget that we come here in this 3d world and it's hard and there are challenges and we're conditioned and we forget that we are loved. You know, we are not alone. We may feel like it. We may feel unloved, but we are really always unconditionally loved. We're from, we're, we're from love. We're, that's what we're created out of. That's what we're created from is love. So we're unconditionally loved. Everything's always as it's supposed to be. And everything will always be all right. Everything will always be okay. And so with those three affirmations I turn those or those messages Mm -hmm. I turn those into my three core affirmations so I say those every morning um, or as I'm driving to work or you know as I'm driving home if I'm having a a challenging moment I just go right back to those affirmations and I'll just say those in my head Um, and then you know what I'm thankful for so I always try to pair um, gratitude with an affirmation so I'll say my affirmation and then I'll say my gratitude towards that affirmation yeah, you know, it's really cool. As, as you were saying, that, I was thinking about like gratitude and affirmation. And I, was, I think of gratitude as like, okay, that's being in the moment and saying everything is, that's kind of the, everything is okay, right? Everything is as it should be. And then and being grateful for that. And then the affirmation is everything will be as it should be. So that's the affirmation going forward and, and keeping both of those things in mind. Because I tend to be, I'm a worrier. 
Um, so I, and I, and I have, I, I'll just put it out. I have, I have an issue with money. I've always had an issue with like, am I going to have enough? And so I, I think, okay, in, in 20 years, do I have enough money to last me for 20 years? You know? So I've been really working on like, I have enough for today, right? I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen in 10 years or 15 years, but just trying to really hold the attitude of, you know, I have enough for today. Um, and that's, that's, that's a challenge for me. It is a challenge. Maybe, maybe take it like a step further and put yourself in it that you're right now, you are financially sound. You will be financially sound. So I am, I am financially sound. Yeah. Yeah. I am abundant. I am rolling in the dough. Mm -hmm. I am a billionaire. You know, I, I am successful. I am an asset. You know, I am is very, very powerful and it's so simple. So if you're not able to visualize, you know, yourself floating in a river of money, you know, if that sounds too outlandish for you, that's just not the way that you see things, your perspective, mm -hmm. do I am, right? I mm -hmm. am financially sound. Mm -hmm. I am, you know, uh, uh, like a billionaire. Say that over and over again. I am a billionaire. Like live in that truth. And, and I know it kind of sounds strange because you may not be a billionaire right now, mm -hmm. but you want that energy to go out because you want to attract that in. So yeah. the I am statements I feel are very powerful. And it was interesting. I've talked to several people now and my background, I'm an engineer, so I still have this materialistic mindset. So I talked to so many people that have had near death experiences and they're like, thoughts are things, you know, thoughts are uh, at, at the very least energy and thoughts have power. And I think, in our world, we think, oh, thoughts are just, they just, they come and they go and they don't really mean anything. And I've heard so many people that have, that have said, no, your thoughts have power. They can actually change reality. They can change another person's attitude. I was talking with a friend of mine who had an experience and she said, if you hold a grudge against a person, not only does it affect, you know, you, but it affects that other person too, because it, it slightly shifts their, their karma or whatever. And they'll become more like the feeling you, the, the thoughts you're putting out to them. And when she said that to me, I was like, wow, that's, that's really powerful. Our thoughts are a lot more powerful than we realize. It's true. I mean, everything is energy. Everything is a vibration. So, you know, it, it affects you. You walk, you know, you walk into a room and you can feel if there's someone arguing, right? Like you can feel a shift, you know, or you, you walk into a situation where something traumatic just happened, right? You walk, you, you drive past an accident mm -hmm. on the, the interstate, immediately your energy shifts because of that emotion that's coming from that event that just happened. Yeah. You can feel it. It's energy. It's vibration. And, and it ripples out, you know, it ripples out like a, a water drop, you know, you pour a drop of water, raindrop, you know, in that puddle, it ripples out. You know, mm -hmm. the wind, it blows and it ripples out. It's so it, it is, it's, it's this ripple effect and you can feel it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, we're energy, we're, we're vibration. We're made up of this. We, that, again, that's where we come from is this beautiful, warm energy, light vibration um, mm -hmm. that is love, that is God. And, and it affects it does. You may not think it, but, but it does. You know, if I'm, if, again, I used this example last time, but if I'm in the car and somebody cuts me off and I'm like, Oh, you, mm -mm, I'm sending that energy out towards that person mm -hmm. and it's going to affect that person one way or another. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, not only that, from what I understand, some of it comes back to us too. So we we think we're just we're just targeting them, and uh, uh, some of it's coming back to us. So Definitely. I think it's really important for us to you know to try to keep in mind and that um, that we're a lot more connected than we realize we are. And as you said that about driving past an accident, I was reminded I was coming back not too long ago uh, from North Carolina. We passed like a major accident, and you could see when we got there that you know the EMTs had just gotten there. And it just happened. And, and yeah, you just get this feeling that, you know, there's something, I mean, obviously you can see there's something wrong, but there's a, there's a feeling that you can feel in your body that you, I always thought it was maybe empathy, but maybe it's actual, an actual energy. Yeah. I mean, it's palpable, right? Yeah. Even though it's a feeling, it's a palpable feeling, you know, something happened. You're feeling that that dread, that fear, that helplessness, you know, all those emotions at one time, it's like, it hits you. You feel Mm -hmm. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if we can, if we can focus on trying to put more positivity into the world, you know, it'll help us and, you know, help others as well. So um, Spread spread the love, spread the kindness, right? Do one kind act a day, smile at somebody, even a simple smile. You know, it amazes me when I'm at work and I walk in and I smile at somebody and they just look at me. And it's like, why wouldn't you take the time just to, to, to smile at someone? You know, let's, let's be nice. Let's open the door and let's say thank you. And let's say, please, let's, let's just be kind to each other. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Brian, I didn't need to cut you off there. No, no, not at all. No. And I think that, again, that's, that's a really excellent point because I think we take for granted, uh, we don't realize how important it can be to, to smile at someone. And um, it reminds me of a story of, I was, I was out walking one day and I was, I was actually doing my gratitude practice. And for some reason I love sunshine and I live in Ohio, so that doesn't match up, but I, I love sunshine. I'm out walking. It was a gray day. It was cold. It wasn't quite raining, but it was just totally overcast. And I had this thought, it's a beautiful day. And I'm like, why would I think it's a beautiful day? Cause the day was objectively not beautiful. And I thought, why did I have this thought? So then I started thinking about this song called It's a Beautiful Day by Queen. I thought, I was this, this is my silent part of my walk. So I thought when I finish the silent part of my walk, I'm going to listen to this song. So I'm walking along and there's, uh, there's a woman that lives on this the street that I walk past. I walk by her, I pass her house every day and they hardly ever talk to me. It's a woman and I think her mother and she's got two little kids she's taking to the bus stop. So they usually don't say anything to me and I don't say anything to them. And um, the older woman looks at me and she said, it's a beautiful day. And I was like, I looked at her and I was like, what did I say? Excuse me. She said, isn't it a beautiful day? And I'm like the exact same words I was just thinking. And I thought that is really weird because first of all, she never speaks to me. And secondly, it's not a beautiful day. So it was just, and I, and I, I keep thinking about that. I'm like, okay, did I put the thought in her head? Was it a coincidence? Was it a synchronicity? You know, I, what, what was going on there? But it, it really impacted me. This happened like a month ago and I keep thinking about it. Oh, definitely synchronicity, right? Definitely validation of what you were thinking. That was, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. So I, well, I think for me, I think that was a lesson of the power of thought and the power of, you know, and I don't, again, said, I'm like, did I put that thought into her mind that she reflected back to me? Did I anticipate what she was going to say to me? Um, But it was, uh, it was really, you know, an interesting moment. And I've, and, so I'm looking for more things like that. And that's why, like I said, this gratitude practice, if I, can, if I don't remember to do it before I get out of bed, when I go on my walk, I'll, I'll do it. And, I, and sometimes, you know, it's three things. And sometimes I just keep going, you know, because it's like I'll just have a day. And, and 
I do face, you know, a lot of challenges like we all do. You know, my daughter passed away, as, as you know, you've gone through all your challenges. So I don't want people to look at it and say, oh, well, things are going well, then it's easy to do this. It's actually when things aren't going well, that it's actually more important to do it. Uh, definitely. And, 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 you know, and even when things are going well, to continue to do it, yeah. right? You know, you don't want to, you don't want to fall back into old patterns. You want to break those. So even when things are, you're feeling so content and so thankful and, and, you know, so stress-free, you still want to make sure that you're giving thanks, you know, having that gratitude and making sure that, 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 that little habit stays a habit and you're, you know, you're saying your affirmations, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, really important as well in those bad times and in the good times, you know, to, yeah, I, to have I, that perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. And so what I want to do, I, we went to make this, you know, kind of a short episode. We wanted to just uh, throw in a little bonus. But after we got off camera last time, you told me a story about your mother's passing. And I, and I just saw, you know, even in the worst situations, there can be something beautiful. So um, I, I would like for you to share that with us if you could. Oh, yeah, of course. So, so my mom passed away in 2011. Um, she had a brain aneurysm. Um, I received a call um, one night from my stepfather saying that my mom had had a stroke and she had two days to two weeks to live. And um, I remember arguing with him because I know I knew that people that had strokes recover. Mm. So I'm just like, what do you mean two days to two weeks? And, you know, and he, he's just like, look, he's like, you need to make plans and get here as soon as possible. And I need you to call your siblings. I can't do it. You know, he was very stern with me, and I knew in that moment. So um, I got on a plane the next day. You know, I flew to Colorado. I was at the hospital. I walked into the room, and because the um, aneurysm, the bleed was so massive, there was nothing that that they could do. So um, she wasn't on any life support or anything. She was just, her body was breaking down. And um, that's traumatic. Uh, You know, I don't know. If you've ever been around somebody that's body, their, their body is shutting down, but you know, there's, there's noises and there's, and mm-hmm. it's just, in, and to see them that way. And um, so that was a, a, an initial shock, but I, I had this feeling that I just needed to be by her side and I needed to be touching her, you know, so I would have my hand on her arm or I would be holding her hand or, um, but my mother had these most amazing blue eyes. Um, I can't really even describe the color, just this amazing, beautiful, light blue color of eyes. And Mm -hmm. I just remember praying and saying, please open your eyes, open your eyes. I want to see your eyes one more time, mom. I want to see your eyes. And um, two days later, she, she passed away. But, but during that time, that first night when I was in and out of sleep, um, I had two visions and the first vision was of this field of like purple flowers and these, this, these heel, hills in the background. And then the second vision was the hand of God reaching down to me. And I knew in that moment that we were where we were supposed to be. Um, we were protected. We were looked over. We were loved. And that, you know, when my mom went home, they were going to be there for her. Um, and, I, and I knew that. So I had a peace come over me over me and a calmness come over me in that moment. And it's interesting because that next morning I, there was this book on dying. Um, you know, we were in hospice mm-hmm. and I went and I opened up that book and the first page I opened up was the exact vision that I saw of that field wow. with the flowers. So immediately I knew then again, that was another 
validation that we were watched over, we were protected, we were loved, it was going to be okay. She was going home and it was going to be okay. I knew this, but again, when it's your own flesh and blood and you're in that moment, even after my experience, my near-death experience, it's still hard. You're still, that physical loss of that person, that's not going to be there every day that you can call and talk to and touch. So that was just validation that, yes, it's okay. And you know, you're going to see her again. It's going to be okay. So that was huge. Um, But when my mom did pass away, um, I will never, ever forget um, the, the moment that she passed away. She, so she's laying down in her bed. She actually sat up with her arms up and she was looking towards the heaven. She opened her eyes and I got to see my wish. I, my prayer, I got to see her eyes one more time. She lifted up, she opened her eyes and then she went peacefully back down, closed her eyes and took her last breath. And, And that was it. Wow. And I, I, I got to see her leave and go home and I got to see her eyes and it was, it was beautiful. I mean, yes, I was, I was sad. I can, I can cry now talking about it because sure. to me, not that she's gone. I mean, I miss her, but she's around me all the time and we talk. Um, it, but that the fact that, that, that I was, I was privy, I was given that miracle to, to witness, to view that. That's what is so beautiful to me. It was, you know, yeah, I got to see that, and I got to witness that, and I got to be there for that. It was it was beautiful, and it was validating. And yeah, and and that's and that's an amazing attitude of gratitude. I mean, that's just that's an amazing way to look at something that we, from a human perspective, we would say is tragic. You know, the passing of your mother, um, but to look at it from the perspective of what you were able to witness, and to know that your mother is okay, and 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 have that perspective. It's a matter of choice. I can look at it this way. I can look at it that way. So I really, really appreciate you sharing that. Um, remind me again of the name of your book before we go. I want to make sure everybody knows. Oh, no, but it's, it's a long, long title. Um, it's called Messages from Heaven, the little book of affirmations based on the true story of a near-death experience and the messages received. I even have to look at it to give you the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's by Heidi Craig um, and it's available on, on Amazon. So um, yeah, it sounds like a great book. And if you're if you're just getting started in this, like I am, it might be a good way to get started to give yourself some discipline to start doing this type of practice. It's a really, really, really simple read, and and hopefully my experience will will give you know give you hope. Oh, yeah. and, um, absolutely. And, you know, so yeah. So thank you for talking about this today. I really appreciate it. Again, they affirmations have changed my life and you know it's taken a long time mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is daily constant that I have to work on it and work on forgiveness and work on self-love and that negative chatter that negative self-talk um, but I do it yeah exactly Heidi great it's been great seeing you again thanks a lot thank you Brian so much bye thanks for listening this has been your host Brian Smith with another episode of grief to growth I am a life coach and a grief partner. If you're interested in my services, please go over to www.grieftogrowth.com. It's www.grief2growth.com. And there you can sign up for a free half-hour consultation if you're interested. Also, please leave me a review on iTunes. That helps more people find the podcast and gets me out to a wider audience. And lastly, if you'd like to support me financially, I do have a Patreon page. 
So it's www.patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash grief, the number two, growth.com. If, if you support me on Patreon, you get access to bonus materials, which I'll be putting out on a regular basis. Thanks a lot. Hope you have a wonderful day. Hey there, if you like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you liked. If you didn't like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you didn't like. Go to grieftogrowth.com slash community and look for talk about the podcast. I'll see you there.